Well, and I think you touched on this, too, because, like you said, it's not just on the drink side, but you guys are are working on your, or your role and in in your department's role is that whole responsibility in making sure it's a safe drinking environment as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, all the way down to just how you're enjoying drinks with and who you're enjoying drinks with and things like that. And I think that's pretty cool, too, to see that, that whole picture come into view. Absolutely. And... I'm proud to work at Brown Foreman as it relates to alcohol responsibility because it's about empowerment. When we think about our mission for this work, it's about empowering mindful choices around beverage alcohol, not just our brands. And we have a vision of creating a respectful drinking culture. And to do that, of course, we lean into the standard industry initiatives. We're working on preventing drunk driving through the lens of our brands, whether you're at any Brown Foreman or one of our branded branded sponsored events, there's access to Safe Rides Home. And we're thoughtful about the positioning of those QR codes. So if you're at a bar or restaurant, it might be stationed at the bar. It might be by the exit. So it's not someone telling you you need a Safe Ride Home. But we're also equipping establishments with the tools and resources to encourage people to take a safe ride home, but we're also just making it easy on the consumer to make the right choice. And that's through the lens of our brands. As an industry, we've been focused on preventing underage access and consumption on a global level for decades, decades plus. And again, a part of our, a part of our ability to continue selling our product is making sure that of legal drinking age, that's when you have access to it, not a day before. And then something that the entire industry has been working collectively on and each supplier does it differently, but this idea of promoting mindful drinking and decisions is how we think about it. And that's the culture work. You and I have not talked, we've talked about alcohol a little bit. I haven't mentioned a single brand except for Oak Forester. This work is about people. I always tell folks, my job is actually all about people and with the recognition that and with that recognition having a pillar that focuses on culture allows us to have that global perspective as well um, and we also do that through the lens of our pause campaign which is pause to think pause to reflect and savor because again mm-hmm. we want you to savor your experience savor the product and it reminds ourselves as well as increasingly what we're reminding the consumer pause before you grab your car keys Do you need another drink or maybe you need to get some better music, right? (laughs) Or maybe I need some, some time for some air or to grab a bite to eat, or let me, let me check in with myself, right? So just reminding ourselves to be thoughtful because sometimes we're not making the bad decision or the irresponsible decision because we're bad and irresponsible that decision's made because we're just not taking time to think. So reminding folks to pause and think, especially when we know that our product can lower your inhibitions a bit, right? Mm-hmm. So that's one of the, that's that's part of what Brown Foreman does. That's a part of what the industry itself is doing. But something that, that um, makes me incredibly proud to work for Brown Foreman and to lead this work is um, we're doing work around empowering bystander intervention. For a long time, Brown Foreman has championed this work, but going back to the harm, alcohol does not cause people to be harmful to other people. 
However, without a doubt, it's used by people. <laughs> Remember, it's all about people. It can be used as people to cause or perpetuate harm. So when we think about the industry, who's also a part of the industry? Bartenders, folks between the supplier and interacting with the consumer every single day. So working with partners like Safe Bars in the DMV area or Safe Bar Network in the Pacific Northwest to bring trainings and resources to bartenders, servers, and folks in alcohol serving venues to mitigate power-based personal violence and also to protect our trade members because most bartenders will tell you the last thing they want is a bar full of drunk people. Do they want everybody having a cocktail? Sure, the cocktail could have alcohol in it or not. They're making them the same. But how can we also empower them to cultivate that respectful drinking culture that we all want around our products? So it's a, it's a really cool, it's a really cool area. It's a lot more um, robust than I think people would recognize. Um, and a bit more of, and I think people would be pleasantly surprised to figure, to learn that this work is so authentic to the industry as a whole, not just Brown Foreman. It's, it's amazing to see where the culture has gone over the years around drinking. And, and, it, and what I guess my last question is, what trends do you see happening in the industry around the responsible drinking and just kind of how things have changed and it, what could be seen as drastically over these last few years as some, some trends have uh, come, come in a blazing, so to speak? <laughs> um, well, because you said a blaze, one trend we can't get a, get away from is just the legalization of um, things like cannabis. Increasingly, we're seeing psychedelics. So I think where we have the convergence of all of these substances coming into um, the legal space, I think this is an opportunity for beverage alcohol to really showcase and set the tone of what that safety and responsibility side of of, of that legalization looks like. Because when you think about drunk driving, we know without a doubt that drunk driving is wrong. Nobody's gonna argue with that. But as you, as you, you could imagine, <clears throat> there's different conversations that are, that, that people attempt to have when you think about other things. So I do think there's, there's room to just broaden the idea of what does responsibility mean, not only for beverage alcohol and in those adjacent industries, but just more broadly, what's the impact of our product, right? Socially and environmentally, we're gonna continue to see that. Um, one of the trends that I don't think is going away is the trends around premiumization. We're seeing that people are choosing to drink less, but they are choosing to drink better. If I'm gonna have one cocktail a week, it should be good, right? So I think we're seeing a lot of that across age demographics and we're seeing that globally, even in markets where they're really beer forward or they may have a certain spirit that that's you know more popular in some markets than others. We are seeing people opt for the more luxurious experience across the board, which is really cool. And I love how accessible that trend is. You can afford one cocktail, even if it's a little bit, even if it's a little nicer, right? Um, and then I think mocktails have a bit more curb appeal than they've had. Even, I mean, we've seen we've seen the emergence of the Shirley Temple is not what people are ordering at the bar. They're thinking about what's something that tastes good, whether it has alcohol or not. 
and how can I feel a part of the experience? People don't want to go to the separate bar, the water, the the empty water pic, the empty water picture in the corner of the club. Like that's not the standard, and consumers expect more, which I think continues to drive this culture forward. You know, continuing to push the industry forward of how we engage with our consumers. And again, the premiumization trend pushes that as well. You're trying to sell me a $30 cocktail. You mean to tell me that I can't get a glass of water that's not in a 20 ounce cup? I'll have my cocktail somewhere else, consumers are saying, right? Um, and then I'm trying to think what other what other major trends are, are around this topic, I would say that's, that's what I'm seeing the most. Um, yeah. It's well, a cool it, time it, to be in the industry for sure. I was going to say it, it, it's definitely fall. one if you uh, if you if you enjoy change and seeing things change it's a fun time. If you if you want it to be status quo, I don't I don't think you're having as much fun, but it's it's cool to see the initiatives around everything and, and like you said the bigger thing, the culture becoming more uh willing to accept all of this um is is pretty cool. And Leah, thank you for sharing kind of what you do and, and talk, talking a little bit about some cool things that are happening in the industry that it's so good to see. Thank you. And thank you what you're doing as well on your podcast. It's really cool to, to learn. I, I enjoyed on the research side, listening to some of, some of your other, your other conversations you've had. So thank you for including, including Brown Foreman and including responsibility, especially during dry January. 